0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance and I'm here with my partner. Water. And, and we're we bringing... need to change that. Okay. I think next episode we're gonna have to do something else. Okay. Our, inch, our intro may need to sound a little different. Okay. Sorry. What you gonna what I guess you gonna, we should have talked about that? What all, you gonna be a little air. bit more enthusiastic? Shut up. Is that what we're changing? Mm. I seem excited and you just I'm just you know what? I mean, we can so tell you, it. you my suggestions in this, um, you have, this partnership. You have it. a voice. You have a voice. I listen to it. Okay. But I'm just telling you my suggestion as well. <laughs> Maybe you can I have a Coke ask. and a smile next time. I didn't ask. Whew. So how you been? It's been about a week, two weeks since the last time I saw you. Hmm? Yeah. 'Cause Yeah, because you were going last week. Last week it was my birthday and we pre-recorded that episode, so. Oh, Yeah. I feel like oh I guess because I listened to it I felt like I did see you last week mm, you know I'm damn fine. well you didn't see me you know you didn't see me I just didn't realize that it had been two weeks can you relax no because you like you didn't feel my presence like how dare you? I listened to last week's episode on my drive back from- that's the first go ahead now <sighs> <laughs> yeah because I stopped listening to us a long time ago yeah um so I guess I felt like I did. Anyways, I'm not explaining myself to you. My everything's been good. How was your birthday? It was good. It was like I wanted it. Chill, relax. You know, because I don't like turning up or anything. Okay. So I just wanted to stay low key. Stay. You're a damn way. lie. You be turning up. Shut up. I'm talking about like you don't like to turn up. I don't. I just I'm a bookworm. That's a lie. You don't even I just read. Lie. I, right. I, that's a lie. <laughs> Let me just go on to stop that one. You stopped yourself. Yeah, I stopped myself. You don't even read. Yeah, I don't read a lick. Only if I have to. I know how to read, so let's be clear. Mm. I know how to read. <laughs> I am not like Fantasia. Nope. Aw, why you had to say that? She learned how to read. I knew how to read when I was in kindergarten, oh so gosh. I'm not a Fantasia. I know how to read. I just choose not to. It's very boring. How old did you turn? Um, 28. Mm. A young whippersnapper. I remember 28. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That's a long ways away from where you are now? <laughs> that long, shut up We're not that far apart in age But I remember 28 It was an okay year for me It really was okay. yeah, I'm excited, you know I'm just trying to see what I can conquer this upcoming year Um, You give yourself goals? Honestly, you no okay. I give myself daily goals But I don't really give myself like Damn. By like Oh by this time next year I need to be doing this I don't do those because those are Almost I feel like goals when you set Them that far out I make It seems like almost a fa- setting yourself Up for failure mm-hmm. so when you have A lot of short term goals and when You accomplish those you'll get to whatever Big goal that is so I usually Have daily goals or weekly Goals that I try to get to and Once I accomplish those I end up accomplishing The goal the bigger goal that I wanted to Without me even knowing it Well, being closer than what I was before. So, yeah, I don't really do those whole next year I want to be doing this. I want to have this done. I don't. You're almost 30. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Relax. Take a breath. It's okay. I mean, I'm actually excited. I'm not really feeling like, oh, well, I'm like, I'm old, old, but I'm excited. makes me feel old, that you're going to almost be 30 and that you are almost 30. Yeah. When I look back, like, it's crazy. Like, even being on social media now, like, I remember when I, when Facebook first became Facebook in, mm-hmm. like, 08, and everybody didn't have access to it, mm-hmm. and even social media. And now I see these kids in high school that are requesting to be my friend and stuff, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, you were in diapers. Yeah. When I, We can't be friends. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. You like, were born the year Instagram started. Right. Like, and, yeah, leave me alone. Yeah, I mean, mm. I do. It, stuff like that does make me feel like, dang. You old. I'm old. But I don't really feel I guess it's a, a feeling. I guess age and feeling old is only a feeling. If you think it and uh, feel that way, then you are old. Shit, well, child, my body is telling me. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> Fuck that age is a feel. Yeah, I'm feeling it. These knees is feeling it. This back is feeling it. Everything <laughs> That's um, why you gotta go to the chiropractor. You gotta stretch. You know, you gotta I do. do. I have to, if not, I'm gonna be older than I am. <laughs> Ooh, child, I had to start meditating and shit. Like, Ooh, this old really? stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I got into crystals and stuff. Word. You, <laughs> you're really old, then. Fuck you. <laughs> you like got old, Ooh, old, because yeah, you were into crystals and mm. stuff. I know I'm getting older because now I'm getting more into, like, hot yoga Mm -hmm. and sitting in a sauna and stuff. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I didn't want to do that shit before. Yep, trying to get all them impurities out of your body. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to cleanse yourself. Yeah, I I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's the beginning. Hot yoga (laughs) is the beginning. And so, you know, I got crystals in my purse Mm -hmm. and popping them out and then moving them in my hair like they marbles. Yep. Sage down the house this morning. (laughs) 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 Okay. I had to. And I will say this: It is weird because when I went to the store, I was looking at incense. I love—I've <laughs> I've always loved it has, candles. It has begun. But this time, I was like incense. I'm looking <laughs> yep. at them, and they got the different meanings behind them, mm-hmm. like meditation. Yep, and it has begun. I was like incense, and I was like, "Oh, where's the tray for the incense?" I was looking for everything in regards to incense. Yep. And I'm like, "But I have fresh candles it at the house." Have. There's something about incense, that's right? Different. I don't know. Oh, I didn't buy them, though. Cause, to the other side. <laughs> I didn't buy them, though, because okay. I knew I wasn't ready for them yet. It's coming, though. You're going to be
1: thinking about One night,
0: you're going to be like, I wish I had some incense, <laughs> some frankincense right now. <laughs> so just wait. Oh, my God. But, yeah. yeah. What are we talking about today? Um, I wanted to talk about something that's been bothering me. Um, You and I it's both. There's always something bothering you. It is, but this one really bothers me. Like, okay. I know you and I both have strong personalities, and we are tough individuals, both mentally, emotionally. So it bothers me. It pains me when I see children being babied. And I've noticed that society now, even the adults, are grown babies. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I hate this effect and this cycle that we have, what parents are babying these children in turn, making them baby adults. So for me, it's like, we need to have a discussion on how we can not baby children. I feel like we need to give, parents should give children advice, not safety blankets. And it's like, we tried as parents cuz i'm not a parent so maybe i'm talking out of line but i see a lot of parents trying to save their children from everything mm-hmm. and trying to protect them from everything mm-hmm. instead of trying to let them, them figure out learn life. the lesson yeah. um it bothers me i'm <laughs> okay. just sorry it bothers me like it grinds my gears <laughs> okay. gosh okay. so It's definitely a problem. I see it all the time. Um, I don't know how you can fix it because it's based upon each household. But there is this thing where parents, like you said, they're they're coddling their children and they're not allowing their children to learn the hard lessons by themselves. Make them like a pig in a damn blanket. (laughs) Right, and I get that you want to protect your child, right? You don't want your child to make the wrong decisions, but sometimes you have to let them go through it because they then become adults. And okay, I'm sure you saw it. I saw it when I went away to college. I saw the kids who were babied or overprotected, um their parents were overprotective of them. Those were the ones who came to school and they was wilding out, right? right? Because they actually got some freedom. But, you know, you went to the laundry room, they didn't they didn't know how to do laundry. They didn't know how to do it right. for themselves. They any little thing, there was a mental breakdown for mm-hmm. them. But you can't stop a parent from trying to protect their child, I feel like well, it's a what healthy are you way. trying to protect them from right because it's life right mm-hmm. like ultimately it's life they're either they're gonna learn it under you or outside of you, and right. it would be better for them to learn it when they're under you so that you can show them you know the way and how I guess um how to get out of the situation, you know, the long term of the, whatever the problem is. But when they're on their own, it's like, they don't know what's going on. They don't know what to do. And then they become somebody's boss. They become somebody's girlfriend or boyfriend. They become somebody's They they become all these things in society as an adult. And they're just fucking stuff up. Like that is why the kids are so weak now. They can't handle anything. They can't. And I think the biggest issue for me is that they can't handle, excuse me, they can't handle constructive criticism. Anytime well, because some, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to tell them that they are not good at something. Right, and, and that's an issue because I feel like you have to be transparent with them. And that's why I feel like nowadays individuals, these younger adults, they don't know how to handle their emotions because they've never experienced them. It's almost like it's new to them because their parents have protected them for so long mm-hmm. from these situations, from these talks that needed to be had. Mm-hmm. And it starts from when they're children. Because it's like, when children play team sports, when they're younger, they're given participation trophies mm-hmm. or ribbons or whatever. And Every, they don't, nobody loses, nobody right. wins. Like. No, there is a loser and there is a winner. <laughs> yes. Everybody does not deserve a, a a participation trophy with just their name on it, right. where Johnny can, and uh, Sierra can run back to the, mommy, 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 look what I got. Right. You didn't deserve that. <laughs> you didn't right. work your ass off for that. Right. There is an MVP and there is a championship. Right. Anytime you play in anything or you do any anything in life, there is a winner, there is a loser. Right. And once you grow up, when you go up for a promotion with other people, there is a winner there's and there are a bunch more losers. Right. So they have to get used to that and that's why I feel like young adults now and even adults, they don't know how to accept these things and they have these temper tantrums and make mm-hmm. these rash decisions when mm-hmm. they don't come out on top with something because they've always been taught that. I have to win something. Mm -hmm. I have to be given something. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like. And they always want acknowledgement. Yeah, you have to acknowledge them. And that's why you have so much sensitivity going on. And you and I, we're not really, we're sensitive to an extent. And to the point where like little stuff doesn't bother us. If we don't win something, like, okay, I'll go buy my own. It doesn't bother me. But now you have, it. if somebody didn't win something, now they're going in the corner crying and why didn't nobody check on me or why <laughs> mm-hmm. didn't I get a small portion of something? Why didn't mm-hmm. they share with me? And it's an issue mm-hmm. because everything is now being dumbed down to cater to those that aren't able to control themselves or handle not winning right, or being accepted. Right, and a lot of it is because people don't understand how to—they don't understand their emotions, mm-hmm. and they let the emotion, um, pretty much control the situation. Right, because so, they've never—because you got to realize, like, if they've been dealing with this for so long and been coddled, when they're right. experiencing this is their first experience at it. This is their first time experiencing this feeling, and they're like, it's almost like a shock. Well, it's not that the first time they're experiencing it; it's it, it's the first time they're experiencing. Experiencing the feeling without somebody coddling them, right? right? When they become adults, because if you get mad at your job, nobody's coming to pat you on the back and say, "Oh, it's gonna be okay." Right? You know, they still like you, or you'll you'll get the next (laughs) emotion. Nobody's doing that. Your mother can't even come into your job and coddle (laughs) you. But when you were younger. The minute you fell, the minute somebody said something, the minute you didn't get the toy that you wanted, Mm -hmm. somebody was calling, somebody was making you, trying to make you feel better. Right. So the no's, they don't get no. Right. Well, at least not solid no's. Like a no, and nothing comes after (laughs) that. Right. Just like a no, you didn't get it this time. Right. And that's it. Go have a seat. So when they become adults, they're waiting for that person to come and fix the problem. Right. And weeks have gone by, and you're still mad because nobody came and And, fixed it. And now now you're pissed off off and and you got this vendetta because you're like, well, why didn't they come back and say I was going to get the next one? Right. Why didn't they give me some type of security afterwards? And then it's this whole like, well, I did this and I did that. And I'm not saying that there's not people who are getting. Positions and promotions and jobs that probably didn't deserve it. That right. is a totally different situation. Right. We're talking about people like the mediocre white man. Sorry to say it like that. Who comes in and can get anything mm-hmm. and just feels entitled right. to getting stuff because they've they been, been dealt with a certain way their whole life. Right. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, it doesn't have to be the mediocre white man, but it. it that, that's be the that's the best. It, that's the best. Um, analogy Mm -hmm. or example that you could have used, but it's just a common thing with millennials. Now it's just a common thing, but that's the best way to put it. When you look at it from the outside, looking in, right? Because even when you look at things now, I'm going to give you an example, just because I played sports, you see it a lot of team sports where parents think their child deserves to play. Mm-hmm. Now, they can totally suck. Mm-hmm. But their yep, their parents feel like they need to play. If mm-hmm. they don't play a minute or play with the starters or the better kids, mm-hmm. the parents want to have a talk with the coaches. Mm-hmm. They want to go to somebody higher up and tell them they need to play. They want to pay their way through mm-hmm. or they want to pull them from the team. What are you teaching your child at that time? Nothing. You're teaching them to run from their problems if they don't yeah. get what they want, run from it mm-hmm. or try to buy your way through it. Mm-hmm. And you're not letting them experience that failure of not being good enough and working hard to be better for those positions. When they're riding a bike, let them fall. Let them fall. Don't give them no My damn elbow patch. My watched me crash into a tree. <laughs> That's a bit far. Okay. Okay. And from across the street was like, get up. Right? Come on, get up. <laughs> you're not going to come help me. No. Okay, right. let me get up and try that again and right. try not to hit the tree. I, I, I mean, my parents. Everybody know I come from a Caribbean household, so it's it's super strict. But they were just not with that bullshit. I come yeah. from two parents who was not with the shit. You hear me? Like, okay, you didn't win, and okay, you didn't get this, and it was a no, and it was it was never a but why? It was just nice. a no. There was nothing I could ask or say. To change that. And, you know, I feel like a lot of the times parents are still trying to parent outside of the age of 18. And, I, I, you know, people are like, well, just because you're 18 don't mean you're an adult. But by 18, I feel like there sh- they should be already at a point where they can start making good decisions for themselves. Yeah. I don't feel like you're parenting anymore. At that point, you're just kind of... Being an advisor, yeah, you're a counselor. You're giving them advice, but you're not. I think from like sixteen, it has stopped. They have started to learn how to formulate good decisions, make sound decisions. I should Mm -hmm. say they they everything was life, so it's gonna come. Things different things are gonna come to them as they grow up. But I feel like. You can't be 19 and you still trying to parent a child who may not even be living in your house anymore. You're not even paying a job, <laughs> going to school. You still trying to tell this child what to do? They already checked out. Kids check out. I ain't going to lie. Like ch- Kids check out from parenting. I want to say when they 14, 15, probably yeah. when they get in high school. Yep. They check, That's when they start making their own decisions. Mm-hmm. Regardless so, of what you're saying to them. Right. So at that time, you got to let them be a young adult is what Mm -hmm. and that's what i consider them at the time you can say hey look that may not be the best decision but you can't really parent them anymore because they're going to take what they want to take from it right and they're going to keep it moving if and whatever you're saying does not fit what they want to do they're not going to take your advice Mm -mm. so stop it and but you are quick to run to their rescue whenever somebody is getting on to them for whatever bad decisions they've made right so you told them not to touch that stove you left they touched the stove, got hot, but you want to get upset the person that caught them because they're, quote-unquote, <laughs> just a child. Right, or now you want to sue the stove because right. it should have never got hot because it should have <laughs> known that my child was a child in front of it. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, those type like dumb of shit. Stuff. Like, what? Really? No. What happened? <laughs> what have you been teaching your damn child? Right, and all you're teaching them is that they're never the problem. They're never the issue. Right. And sadly enough, that messes up a lot of relationships that they get into because – they're not able to accept that maybe they have some issues, that maybe they have some problems yeah. that create yeah. this toxic environment. Maybe it's you. Yeah, everybody has some toxic um, qualities about them. Mm-hmm. But when you coddle them and make it seem like they're not the problem in any situation, mm-hmm. they're going to go through life thinking that everybody else is the problem because they don't fit their particular mold. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. Any relationship, friendships, whatever, co-worker, relationship between your boss, you, and other colleagues is based on everybody compromising and working together. But if you have that mentality that I can do what I want, that I'm never wrong, it's going to be toxic for everybody around you. But that's something that's been allowed as they were growing up and it just carried on. And once you get to a certain age, once you get to your 30s and you've been dealing with this for so long... Nines out of 10, what I've seen is that it doesn't change. That's pretty much who they are. Mm -hmm. So now you got a whole toxic individual that has been coddled their whole entire life. And they want their story to play out the way that they want it to because this is what their parents have allowed from when they were younger. And it's hard to change somebody that way. It's very hard to change somebody that way. And I see, like, when... when Parents are dealing with kids young. I feel like you can see the personality of a child mm-hmm. very young, right? Mm-hmm. And usually, I mean, I know this definitely happened with me because I am um, <laughs> I'm the rebel child, right? So I was a child who uh, was I would question things. I would um, talk back. I've had rest in bitch face probably <laughs> out the womb. Um, <laughs> and so... Growing up, you know, you're told, you're not supposed to talk back. You're not supposed to do this. And what parents don't realize is it's the forming of the personality, right? right? This is the person. This is the child. You could tell what kind of adult this child is going to be. Right. But you try to suppress that so much when Mm -hmm. they're very young. Then they get to double digits, and you've formed them into what you wanted them to be, and now it doesn't work in the world right? because when they get to a certain age, they're battling with who they should have been. Did. Right. From the child to what my parents try to mold me into. And it is so much easier to just do what my parents want me to do. Because Mm -hmm. they're going to bail me out of whatever. They're going to help me when I fuck up. When I need some place to stay and I'm not working. I just want to be a bum. They're going to do... Because they're my parent. They're supposed to do that. And at no point did you teach the child how to live in their personality. Be who they are. And learn how to become a true adult in this world. So now we have... Have all these dysfunctional people, right? We have lots of dysfunctional people, a whole heap of them, right? I just saw the Joker last night. That was I actually, did you see it? I did, I ain't gonna even lie. I liked it. It wasn't what I was expecting going into it because I'm you know, when you hear the oh, Joker, you're thinking it's going to be, be into the meat of it, mm-hmm. but I see they're doing the same thing as Marvel where they're giving every character their backstory. So, okay. with Marvel, like Spider Man, <laughs> um, Iron Man. Um, Captain America all their characters Mm -hmm. they all have their own movie Thor they have a backstory, which it starts off slow because it has to tell you why this character is who it is and how it got to where it was and I honestly think the Joker movie was great because it's a great depiction of what's going on (laughs) right now so while I'm sitting in okay so we went to the movie theater over here so you got all these little teens in Mm -hmm. there of course and then you have the adults and while the teens are giggling and you know, think they, they didn't understand. Right, they, this it's whole above them. movie was so above them. Right, that is not what they came in there for. So right. they were bored probably twenty minutes in. because right. why is he not going killing nobody? Killing <laughs> Doing Where is a uh, Batman <laughs> <spy>? whatever <laughs> is supposed to be associated? with Where is this person? You know, they don't understand any right. of this. But I was sitting there and I'm just like, this is the world mm-hmm. today. Yep, this. These are the kids who are shooting up places. Yep. These are the adults who are getting mad and going into their jobs. Mm-hmm. These are the people who just one minute they were fine. And then you're like, when did he go crazy? What right. the hell is going on with him? This is the Joker. And, and everything for him derived from his childhood, yep. from his mother, always telling him you were born to make people smile and laugh right. and whatever. She coddled him his whole life. life. Yep. And he did not know his true self until he went to go find and his himself. own background and mm. see what was going on with him. But this whole time, she had been coddling him. He had been thinking he was somebody that he really he wasn't. Was not. That was and He had been battling that with himself within for the longest. But right. he thought that he was always supposed to suppress what he really felt yeah. he was. Right. To make everyone else around him happy. And it was like, no, all these people who are telling me that I'm not funny and I'm not this joy, there must be something wrong with With them. mm -hmm. Because my whole life, my mom has been telling me that I'm the greatest thing out. Now I'm not telling you to tell your kids they ain't shit. Right. But you need to be honest with them. Yes, you have to be honest with them. And you have to be honest with yourself with who your child is. You can't the child may not turn out to be who or what you wanted them to be. But you you can't lie. You can't keep making This whole fairy tale in their head Because they become adults Carrying this same damn fairy tale Which is what the Joker did And then at some point you snap Right and he snapped when he really wasn't funny And They were making fun of him Instead of laughing at his jokes Right But even his mom knew that he wasn't funny Because she told him but for so long She made him feel like he was going to get better Right And it wasn't till like I guess he started to explore more about himself self is when he realized all the lies she had been feeding like him. Like his whole life had been a lie. It had been a whole lie. And so it's now, it's like, I don't really know who I am. I'm just right. going to do whatever makes me feel good at the time. Right. And it, what makes you feel good is just not necessarily what is okay for the world. Right. So I think it was a phenomenal movie, to be honest, because I feel like it's something that needed to be had. And <laughs> I know people walked out like, people walked out with the, what? the fuck did i just right watch? i just watched this whole mentally ill <laughs> <Right>. movie <This laughs> so the, the mental, like all the way and then other people were just like but no but what the fuck did i just watch right like, you know, it was, it's a confusion right because you were you like it was every second you were waiting for him to turn into the joker yes you were, that's what everybody yes. was waiting on yes. every situation was yeah. so many like cliffhangers was like Okay, he's about to turn now. Yeah, didn't happen, and it didn't happen. And then you're waiting for the next time when it's right. the build up, and that is life, right? Mm-hmm. It's like every problem that happens is the build up to okay, when is this person going to lose their shit? And you keep going and you keep going until eventually mm-hmm. it happens, mm-hmm. and then what do you do? Then mm-hmm. you look back and you're like, oh well, we could have we could have just been telling him the truth this whole time. we, right. we could have just been guiding him the correct right. way, but we chose not to, and now now this is the consequence of of that right you could have told him he sucked a long time ago that way he could have faced it accepted it Mm -hmm. and moved on Mm -hmm. found something else productive to do with himself Mm -hmm. but i I really think the joker is a great depiction of what we're talking about because when you over coddle people and they're faced with the harsh reality they don't know how to move forward with it they don't even know how to take it in and embrace it and what am i supposed to do now because yeah. I feel like I deserve this position. I mm-hmm. deserve to be this comedian. I mm-hmm. deserve to be this NBA player. I deserve to be this football player. I deserve to be the president. But when life does not align around with what you think or you thought you should have been mm-hmm. or done, and your parents can't bail you out or put you in that position anymore, mm-hmm. now it's like, how do I move on? Yeah. I don't even know how to maneuver without their help. Right. I I can't because do this I've never on my had own. to. Never had to. You never gave me a chance to fall. Like I even, I, this happens a lot with my clients, and they'll be telling me about their kids. Like it's either, okay, oh, it's so and so senior year. Oh my God, he's going to leave me, and he's leaving <laughs> the house, and what are we gonna do? And I'm not ready for him to go. And I'm, and I always ask the same question: Did you not prepare him for this time in his life? Don't you, you don't feel like everything you did as a parent? No, nope. would prepare him for whatever is coming after for him to go away to co- him or her to go away to college. No, they no. Because no, they always treat him like fault. a baby. Yeah. But right. they don't that's see that your way. fault. Or then it's, oh, he needs to stay home. Um, he's not going to stay on campus. He's going to stay at the house. <laughs> he, he, she, and I'm like, OK, so just know that you're still taking care of this person right. as they stay in your house. And then what happens? They thirty still staying there. Then I have to hear, oh, he ain't cleaning up. Oh, he going out. He's yeah. He ain't getting no real job. He still work at the Nike store. But why? Why did you think anything was going to change? You Mm -hmm. need as soon as he turned eighteen and graduated from high school, you need to start treating him like a roommate. Right. Okay. Stop treating him like a child. Him and her like a child. Yeah. They're not gonna get. They're not working no more than twenty hours. Okay, mom. Right. They're doing the bare minimum. They're gonna, you gonna be paying that insurance. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be crashing your car and getting tickets on your car. Yep. Ooh. They're gonna be coming in and out as whatever time they want. Yep. Because you won't let go. Right. You won't let go. Right. And when it's time and you're trying to force them, they don't understand. Now it's like you don't love me anymore. Right. You're you just to... gonna throw me out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying when as soon as they turn 18, be a dick no. to them. Please help them throughout life. Give them the best advice. But at the same time, you got to teach them responsibilities. Yeah. Teach them to learn how to move and work for themselves. My parents did not second guess when I said I was going away to college. Even when my sister said she was going away. They did not second. Maybe they didn't. they, They definitely didn't tell us they, my parents dropped me off. They didn't even <laughs> help me unpack, okay? And you know when they saw me at that school again? Graduation. The <laughs> they, again, they never came back, okay? It was figure your shit out. You'll be okay. Right. You know how to cook. You know how to clean. You know how to right. make right decisions. You know you need to take your ass to class. You know what's expected of you, and that's it. Right. But they had already been doing that with me when I was in, in the, the house right. during high school, during this. So. I, like, that's why I'm always asking, people, like, did you not? Did you not do what you were supposed well, to do as a parent? Well you, well, you see, nowadays you have it where they don't chores is no longer something inside the household, and if there are chores, you're giving them allowance for it. So, you get, right? You why right. the hell are you giving them money to wash dishes, in which most of them are theirs? <laughs> right. Why are you giving them? Right. Money to clean up the living room, whereas their shoes and their book bag and their jackets and stuff all over the living room. Why? Because when you look at it, the parents are rarely home. They're working their eight hour shifts. When they mm-hmm. get home, they're either cooking or they're unwinding, making sure the child is doing what they need to do. Right. 9 out of ten, the child is home before the parents are home. Right. So why are you paying them to do to, life? To clean duties? up their mess. Right. You're giving <laughs> them money yeah. to clean up their stuff. I never got an allowance. I, I didn't know what allowance I, was. My parents tried a little bit with my younger brother and sister, but that didn't last too much longer. That didn't because add, that, they'll half-ass stuff just just to yeah, get the money, just to, get, just the money. to get the money. Yeah, they'll just cover it up. They'll use a little for breeze. They'll they'll, <laughs> right. they'll wipe this counter down right. once, but then just shove everything up under the counters. Right. And then when you go and look for stuff, you see all the junk still everywhere, just right. pushed into because a because the thing is, I need to give you motivation, right, to do this. No, and it should be like no. This is your responsibility. You need this in life. Why am I motivating you right. to do life's chores? Right. You're going to have to do this on your own. Right. And I think, and I don't think that parents are telling them why they're doing these things. They're just saying, you need to do this, you need to do that. Mm-hmm. They're not saying, okay, you know you're going to have your own place one day. You mm-hmm. know you're going to have to cook for yourself. I'm not going to be mm-hmm. there. What they're telling them is that mom and dad is always going to be here for you. We're always going to have your hand. Right. We're never letting go. So, mm-hmm. we're never forced to have to do anything. Right. So, once you get out on your own, everything is foreign. Cutting on the stove is foreign. <laughs> Which pot to yeah. use is foreign. Mm-hmm. How do I heat this up is foreign. Right. How, How do I, I have to separate my clothes? What? You can't use everything and put bleach in everything? <laughs> Yo, I saw so many people mess up their clothes in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know, the basement was always flooded out because they would be putting. All their clothes, Mm -hmm. all this. I'm just like, you never had to wash clothes though. Mm -mm. Mommy always did it. Put in the hamper and set it outside the door. Mommy will wash it and fold it. And that's, and I'm not going to lie. That's why now a lot of times, because sons that are being raised by single moms that have coddled them when they get a girlfriend, they expect the girlfriend to do those motherly duties. Mm -hmm. They want you to cook. That's why like dating is difficult. With a, a child that's most times uh, a guy that's been raised by a mm-hmm. single parent mom because they expect you to come in and be their mom. mom yeah. Don't tell me what to do, yeah. but do everything my mom did for yeah. me. And protect me from everything the same way that she did. Right. And when you don't do it, you're not really down for me. Right. When I go to jail because I was selling drugs, you need to come bail me out. Mm-hmm. You don't bail me out. You didn't love me. Mm-hmm. You was never there for me. No, fool, I ain't stupid and I ain't using my <laughs> money because I ain't do it. Right. Right. It it's I don't know how we change this because it's a lot of kids at this point. It's a it's, lot of millennials. It's a plethora. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the plague at this point. Yeah, that's what it is. And like the movie the happening. Where they were just doing weird shit and everybody just falling out. That's what this <laughs> is. But all you could do at this point is this next generation that's coming try to fix them, but I, I don't think there is a way to do that. Like how I just hope it doesn't get worse. Well, how much worse? I mean, it will get worse, though. Because it, it's just going to be... What, the worst part of it is that it's going to just become the way of the world. Right. And then my there kids are going to be, be so advanced. More, yeah, there that's won't be scary. any more of us. God, we are last <laughs> of a dying gonna, breed. <laughs> it's going to be all of your brothers, your younger brother and sister. Like, that's going to be it from now on. Right. And it's, that's going to be crazy because my kids are going to be so advanced in life. And they were be like, Mom, people don't know how to do anything for themselves. Yeah, I mean, if you have kids, but there'll be a sprinkle of those. Yeah, but that's what I'm just saying. It's like when they look at the the regulars, is what I consider them, the regs, they're going to be like, how come these people don't know how to function? Baby, I don't know. But it's going to be hard for them living in the world, too, because they're the ones who are going to have to adjust to all of these people and their emotions. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying and, and making sure that they always are telling people that they're adequate and always you know oh, they gotta, they gotta say things a certain kids. way yeah. and make sure they're not rubbing someone we're the super wrong sensitive. way the whole, right. it's just like I don't know if you watched the Dave Chappelle you know and he was just saying the problem is everybody yeah. we're the problem because we've become so sensitive right. to everything and I'm not saying that you should just be out here just saying all types of craziness and doing stuff but we can't be so hypersensitive. It's too it's too hard for people, regular people every day to have to adjust to each individual person they encounter because right. I don't wanna piss you off. I don't wanna make you cry. I don't want you to go home and slit your wrist because I told you that you didn't do your job correct. That is so fucking hard to deal with. It how is how are you supposed to do how are you supposed to deal with that? I, I don't even know because I'm gonna be honest, I was having this discussion with someone earlier this week. And I was like, you know, I'm a transparent person. So whatever you get from me, everybody gets the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm the same thing with everybody with my boss, the janitor, my family, my friends, associates. I am the same exact person. So just like I would tell a family member they suck, I will tell you that you mm-hmm. suck. And I would want the same thing reciprocated. Mm-hmm. So if that ends up getting my building shot up because somebody <laughs> has a soft feelings, it was God's plan. <laughs> I
1: yeah, went out like a real
0: nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, how that happens. Is that what you're trying to do? But yeah, like what, especially in a workplace, right? You can kind of control it in your household. Mm-hmm. But in a workplace, how do you deal with Tommy, whose mom always told him he was a winner, who ain't acting like a damn winner because Tommy right. ain't doing his job. And I'm about to go let Tommy know that if you don't get it together, you about to lose your job. Right. And now Tommy has a whole breakdown And now he's in HR Complaining about me Talking about I'm being insensitive right. And I'm discriminating against him and, Or whatever You know what I'm saying right. Like how do you deal with that And When you have a team of 30 people Right You know I, I, I had the situation at work Prove it And I have facts for anything that I believe in If I'm honest with you And say that you're not doing your job I'm going to have those facts to prove it. I'm not just bringing it out of my ass mm-hmm. just to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. It's the truth and you have to be able to intake it. And most of the times I understand the HR has to, you know, take situations like that seriously. Mm-hmm. But understand if I have facts behind this. Because everybody's scared to be, everybody's scared of being sued. Yeah, everybody's scared because of these soft <laughs> people. They're afraid right. that it's gonna be a lawsuit here right. and there. And I blame kind of everybody. The judicial system, everybody is calling everybody. They are thinking, making people believe they can sue somebody because they're getting terminated because they didn't do your job. I, I wish attorneys would be like, you know what? We really ain't got no case. I'm not taking this. Yeah, they won't. Not if it's, especially not if it's a big company. Yeah. They, try- they'll find anything to say. Right. And that's and why then all they got to do is get two or three more people on oh. board that says you did the same thing. And then They'll they get they a, a past employee and all that. Then don't let there be a union. It's over with. Man. <laughs> so it's, it's, just, it's sad because it now I can't say anything. Everybody's so sensitive. Nobody wants to be corrected. It's like, do you want to better yourself? No. No, we're okay with being mediocre. We've been mediocre our whole entire life, and growing up, this is nothing different. Because being mediocre and making... But I haven't been because my mom told me I was great. Right, but that's why why I'm going to be the same, because my mediocre is what my mom considered as great. So why am I adjusting to what anybody else said? My mom always told me I could be whatever I wanted to be if I put my mind to it, and I put my mind to wanting to be the boss of this company. But my mediocrity is not allowing me to get to that position, but... My mom told me I was great before when I was doing this years ago. Mm-hmm. So, why has it not been accepted here? It must be because they don't like me. It must be because of my hair. It must be because I'm too outspoken. It must be because of my skin color. It's mm-hmm. always, it has to be something. Why can't it be that you're just not qualified? Mm-hmm. Why can't there's it be? No, there's no way that I can't be qualified. I've got to be. Because everybody's always told me that I can mm-hmm. get whatever. Mm hmm. I come in here. I know I only give seventy five percent all the time, and I'm usually. But I out. make it look good, though. <laughs> at least to me. I make it. I feel right. like I make it yeah. look good. Like yeah. I'm the team player. So I should be where I want to be, and I should be making the amount of money I want to mm-hmm. make, and all of these things. Right. Every time I don't get this promotion, and they look past me, I think I need to leave and go to another company mm-hmm. because they'll see As my work if it's going to be different someplace else. Like when people leave jobs. I, I'm always like, okay, so why are you leaving? What's the reason again? They don't like Because me. sometimes when they say you know? things, I'm like, so you don't think you're going to get that in another... Corporate world is corporate world everywhere. Yes, corporate, is corporate The America. structure is the same right. everywhere. So if you think that you're not going to go someplace where you feel underappreciated sometimes or you're overworked or they don't really care about me. They just care about the business and the money that, you know, <laughs> well, yeah, that's it's business. That's right. how this goes. Go in, do your job and walk the fuck out. If you can't handle it, if it's too much, if people are being, you know, abusive towards you or something like that. Right. I understand if it's not good for your health in the moment, I understand your job shouldn't be making you giving you anxiety and making right. you depressed and all of that. But some shit just comes with the job. Right. So just either get out of that industry or start your own business or I, I yeah know. because I mean in the day all of them are going to be the same some just may add more sprinkles mm-hmm. than the other one on top mm-hmm. of the cupcake but you're going to get the same cupcake as all the other companies mm-hmm. so yeah. you you I feel like you have to look in the mirror first look in the mirror first what is it that I need to change when you've exhausted I need all a that whole new mom right, <laughs> I need a whole new mindset they right. made me soft they, they literally made you soft, and now you're just this mediocre person. I've seen so many people that are like 35, 40 years old working as assistants still because they can't get that advancement <laughs> because they suck. <laughs> and because no one told them they suck to push them to be better, mm-hmm. they still don't understand why they keep getting overlooked. And it's like, yo, this is a depressing. You're at the bottom of the food chain at like 40. Why? Because they can't see the other way they're they're so used to being guided through right they're used to someone holding their hand Mm -hmm. and you're gonna always fail with that mentality i just hope that parents allow them to make decisions allow them to make the mistakes in life and provide advice not try to fix everything for them stop trying to be bob the builder Mm -hmm. and trying to build them up no let them go through life Let them make mistakes let And when they come fall. to you Give them advice Not right. a security blanket Give them right. advice Say well what I would do Is I would go back to the, to the um, chalkboard And this is how I would start things over mm-hmm. But don't mm-hmm. say let me give a call To corporate America and say If you don't give them this promotion I'm looking at filing a complaint Right that should not be your first That's always the thing Ugh. Even when they go to Walmart I want to speak to the manager well, damn, can you talk to me first, the cashier? <laughs> Why I, you gonna, I could probably fix the problem for you. Right. Now, just tell me what's going now on. Now I got to call the manager. Now you holding up the line. And now we're going to be for 45 to an hour because you want to speak to a manager thinking that, that you're going to get something different, different right, than what policy I policy is policy. It's not going to change. But you she's want to hear somebody else saying, Right. You know that'd be the worst. Ooh, ooh. and you when they, you want to get somebody bad for the manager. <laughs> okay. To come in and say the same exact thing that that cashier said to you in your face and all the people behind you. Where's corporate? I want corporate's number. That's what I want because you know it jumps to corporate's number. <laughs> or what? What it really pissed them off is when they ask to speak to the manager. And you are the manager. Oh well, shit! You, <laughs> what, shit. Okay, what am I supposed to do next? Well, well, who's, who's your, your manager? Who is your? I know you got a boss, and now you out here cutting the fool. And the now line you is, gotta step out of line to call corporate office. And go and up and they got you on. You know they're gonna have you on home for forty five. And minutes. all they're gonna do is say, so we'll send us an email and we'll have somebody chart oh in, God, in that it email. back to you. That's what they're gonna And say. then you gotta tell them, wait till I get back. I'm gonna have all You're y'all job. Done. Yeah. <laughs> this gonna be Durant Walmart. <laughs> it's gonna have your name attached to it, huh? <laughs> yeah, clearly, yeah. Oh, Lord. It, it's all bad. It's, it's all bad, but it, I just had to put it out there because it's, it really did bother me seeing this generation being coddled and babied and everybody being so soft. I just don't even know how to adapt to it. I don't because I am so straightforward with everything. I don't understand this beating around a bush thing or trying to tread lightly because of somebody's feelings. Say what it is. That way I can go work on myself or figure it out. And come back better. Mm-hmm. That's how I've always seen life. But I do realize now that that's not the way that life is actually panning out to be. Not for most people, no. No, absolutely not. For what? Why would it? So are your younger brothers and sisters doing, Is are you seeing this with them? Or is your mom not having it? She, They're tough. We're all tough. Oh, and I do think there is a healthy amount of bullying that needs to be had with your children. I can't wait to have kids to bully the hell out of <laughs>
1: I, I'm looking
0: forward to it. What? Like, So do you want other people to bully your kids? I know it's going to happen. That's what that's what kids do. That's what teens do. So I want to prepare them. If they're getting talked about and joked on at home when they experience it at school, they are probably the best comebacks. They're not gonna be going to be coming home talking about they feel some type of way or they can't writing in a journal. But they can't handle the bullying. You know they can't handle the bullying. My kids will. Okay. I, You know, sad, sad enough to say, my kids may be the bulliers. <laughs> Because I are definitely going to be the bullies. The hell with it. Toughen your kids up. It's not my problem. No, then they're going to be on an episode of 13 Reasons Why. Well, shit. I'm sorry they're soft. Oh, my God. That's not my problem. Look, that, that has nothing to do with me, but I do think that kids need to be picked on a little bit by <laughs> their parents. I think there is a healthy amount of bullying that kids need so that they're not so sensitive to everybody's word and mm-hmm. what people have to say. Uh, that is another issue that I see in schools where they're you say a joke to somebody and now they're going to the bathroom crying and trying to slit mm-hmm. their wrists. Mm-hmm. They've never had anybody do that because mommy's always said, this is mommy's little man or mommy's little princess. <laughs> you grow out of that shit. Let's just be honest. <laughs> you grow out of that. Yeah. My parents never said that to me. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have no... Ooh. I don't think I've ever heard anybody in my family at all say that to their kids. You know better. Like my family, my mama says to my dad, I mean to my brother, that is mama's little King mama's little man. But he'd be like, stop, (laughs) stop. I don't want to hear that. And I'm glad he does do that. He wants his own independence. So okay. he's not going to be one of those that he wants everybody to do anything for him. He's one, like, well, all of them are. Well, he so also I mean. got to see you guys do right. that, too. So right. Stop being a crybaby, because I'll be quick to say that. What are you crying for? You going to sit there and be a crybaby all your life? You know you ain't going to get nowhere with that. Jesus. And look where they are now. Great. They are. So you need siblings that are going to bully you also. Clearly. Yeah, you got to have it. you got to have some type of healthy bullying within the household So when they get out into the world, it's not foreign to them. So they're not like everybody's against me or these, I feel threatened by these words. Everybody has to be my friend. Why don't don't they like me? Yeah, I hate that shit. I'm sorry. (laughs) Why they don't like me? Why I ain't got enough friends? Maybe because you ain't social. Maybe because you only played with your mommy in the video games inside the house. Maybe that's why you lack social um, abilities. Mm -hmm. Maybe because everywhere your mom goes, you go with your seatbelt on. In the car seat, maybe because you still got a blankie, <laughs> I don't know, but maybe you should look within the mirror. It's not other people, so stop blaming society it's you for what and you stop. are and it's you as the parents also it yeah, is your child is the way it's they weird are. <laughs> let's just say weird. It. they're weird, <laughs> weird as hell <laughs> they're not weird, they're weird they're just socially undeveloped weird. <laughs> That's what we call that from where I'm from, weird. So, I mean, I think that toughening up needs to come within the household. But, you know, if if the kids have a loser mentality, I'm a firm believer that the parents are losers as well. -hmm. well. And they've suffered a lot of loss, so they're trying to keep you away from losing and experiencing that loss that they've experienced throughout life. Mm -hmm. So let me not allow my child to feel this hurt that I had within life just by trying to protect them. You can't protect them from that. And that's because you didn't deal with your stuff, Mm -hmm. right? So you're thinking that the bullying that you endured as a child, which should have probably made you stronger, Mm -hmm. which probably did make you stronger, but now you're like, oh, I got to protect my child because I don't want them to feel that kind of hurt. No, you show them how to deal with that and how to articulate those feelings when they arise from somebody saying things. Because kids used to say stuff to (laughs) me. I used to get bullied in school. I, I, mean, I guess you would call it bullying. I was always the bigger girl. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm heavy chested, so these titties was out there from young. The boys. Uh, and then I have, <laughs> I had all this ass out there from young. <laughs> so I was always the overly developed child in the classroom, and they used to bully me. And I used to think like this ain't shit compared to what my family be saying. Right. <laughs> that's so, what, that's so what I'm saying. Like, you're not really hurting me, Susie, by saying. calling me Big Titty Alicia or whatever you were calling right. me in school. Like, okay. Because I get it from at home. Right. And it's way worse it's when your way, mama calling you fat. okay? Because right. <laughs> ain't no that. filter. None. Okay. Your pork <laughs> chop <laughs> biscuit, your head right. ass. When they slapping food out your hands and stuff. <laughs> and, <laughs> worse. and asking you, ain't that your second plate? <laughs> right. Right. It ain't nothing worse than it coming from your family. So I, it didn't bother me in school. Right. And I would look at other people and be like, why are you getting mad at that? Like, let them say whatever they want. Because they, they family didn't pick it. Then when they go to the cookouts it's all honky dory. When we go to cookouts, you better be on your P's and Q's because you don't know (laughs) where the jokes are coming from and who's going to start them out. Yes. And so it, it's gonna be a trickle effect Everybody wanna jump on the bandwagon They don't care You can be sitting there crying <laughs> if you, pee- That makes it no, worse if you start crying it. Please not don't you, cry Now you're crying no, all to crap. That's when the jokes really get bad yes. when you start crying. So yes. the best thing is to sit there because that, what they're waiting for is for you to storm off, right? <laughs> so they're gonna keep doing it until you run off, and then somebody, probably your wag ass grandmother, gonna come after you. But she right. gonna still talk shit. she's gonna be like, "Well, baby, you are a little chunky, <laughs> so you can't get mad that people you, just then saying. you then you stuff your face with that piece <laughs> of red velvet, though. Next time, just put that down and have a have a drink of water." <laughs> And see, low-key still riding you, right. but she just saying it calming right. and what they were and not right. laughing. So I mean, when you have that that <laughs> joking at all the cookouts, it pays off. It
1: that stuff doesn't you, it bother. It
0: makes you stronger. It Trust makes you me. mentally, emotionally tougher. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, that like your family is your first sign of love. I'm mm-hmm. a firm believer on it. So if you don't get the adequate love from your family, you tend to have issues throughout life right. but when they pick on you and you know they love you when you get out there with somebody that don't love you like them jokes don't even be funny because you're like you know i done heard words right. from people my that... mother got better ones than that right you could have came better than that if you really wanted to hurt me right you, you gotta come better, better than that but you know now you can't you can't joke with johnny you can't tell johnny his feet too big his feet look like la go from, from the proud family because now you hurt johnny's feelings and now you got everybody coming over and rubbing his back as he cries. <laughs> and the person that started with the jokes is over there hurt like nobody cares about me. Right. It's okay. Just make your kids tougher, please. Please. Before they come encounter with they, my kids. Right. I'm telling you. Ma, <laughs> right. I'm telling you or I'm, just with me, because I'm going to tell they punk asses <laughs> shit. Okay? I don't know what your mama told you. Right. You shit. I'm telling you now, I'm around 30 ish. Hopefully, i start having kids then. So, y'all got time to toughen your kids up <laughs> because it's going to be a, a, a cold storm that's going to come through. Oh, my God. And if y'all try to say like y'all gonna come up and put y'all hands on my kids, I fight grandmothers, kids, parents I fight everybody now, we're not saying bullying as far as putting hands on each other as far as kids jumping and fighting that's not what we're saying at all, we're talking about them being emotionally and mentally tougher to overcome the the temporary bullshit because life is about up to down you can't protect anybody from that feel so much better now. Really this has been bottled up inside of me for <laughs> the whole well, I'm week. I'm happy that you feel better. Oof, the, the whole week? The whole week. Okay. I couldn't wait. <laughs> my knees was jumping. Oh, my gosh. I'm happy. So don't he, don't uh, harass nobody's child this week, okay? No, we're good now. I'm, I just look at them funny when they start all that crying. But, Yeah. If you guys have not followed us yet, follow us on Instagram at and Water. Um, you can email us at BalancingWater at Yahoo.com if you guys have any topics, any discussions if you would like to be on. <clears throat> um, also, we're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google Play, um, and Stitcher. Um, if you do want to reach out to us, our personal pages will be down in the description below. Um and it is attached to our Instagram pages as well. You got anything you want to say? No. All right. (laughs) We'll we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.